So this week marks the 75th anniversary of the atomic bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So with that in mind, here's what's on my own. I was recently rummaging through my manga library, and I came across a copy of perhaps one of the more underrated or underappreciated English-translated manga of the last 20 years. Originally released back in 2003, Town of Evening Calm, Country of Cherry Blossoms, or Unagi no Machi Sakura no Kuni by Fumio Kuno, is actually a two-parter that tells the generational story of a family who were devastated by the atomic bomb in Hiroshima. It is mainly told in a roughly 60-year period through the eyes of Minami, a young woman who is still trying to survive 10 years after the bombing took everyone but her mother and her brother, and her niece Nanami many years later. Through their eyes, we learn the type of devastating effects the bombing had on them both physically and emotionally as a surviving family. At the time, Kuno was praised for the subtlety for which she presented her story, while still being fairly direct. It very much had an anti-war sentiment, but instead of trying to hammer that point into you, it just told a family story where you would come away hoping for the happiness of its characters, as opposed to hoping they would actually change the world. Or as one review liked to put it, it was a story told in whispers rather than screams. At the time the story came out, it caused a little bit of controversy in that the subject of the bombing wasn't a widely discussed topic aside from the normal historical notes. In other words, the subject was all but taboo. But since then, bombing survivors, or hibaksha, have been documented speaking more freely on the topic probably because their window to do so is surely closing, and to not speak at this point runs the risk of losing those first-hand accounts forever. The other thing that the story shone a spotlight on, especially to many outside of Japan, was the topic of the social stigma associated with being a bombing survivor. Of course, many survivors developed various health conditions over the decades, along with their mental and emotional scars. The effects of the atomic bombs in those respects were lasting and long-term. But it eventually got to the point where brutal discrimination was eventually shown towards people from Hiroshima and Nagasaki, mainly based on the fears that their illness would be passed on to the rest of the population. We would like to think we've become a little more enlightened about these things in the decades since. But when it comes to nuclear arms, take a good look at the state of things now. You would like to think that we've come a long way from the social stigmas of being in the middle of a nuclear disaster. Tell that to the people of Fukushima, whose residents face a good amount of discrimination in the years since the Great East Japan Earthquake and Tsunami, as they've uprooted to other parts of Japan over the last decade. It's come to the point that the people of Hiroshima and Nagasaki have expressed solidarity with Fukushima, since they know what it's like 
to be in a nuclear disaster in Japan, and how you're looked at by the rest of Japanese society afterwards. Personally, I thought telling this story was especially timely, and not just because of the 75th. They are, but something else came to mind. Remember the story I told about my senpai who contracted COVID back in April? He told his story partly out of concern for any social stigma that patients who contracted the virus would face in the future afterwards. That's on top of other things in our little world. The English translation of Town of Evening Calm, Country of Cherry Blossoms was published by Last Gasp, who also translated a more well-known story about Hiroshima, Barefoot Gen. It has long been out of print, and looking on Amazon's Canadian website, a used copy would set you back about $75. It has also been adapted into four other noteworthy forms, and all of them have one critical acclaim. An NHK radio drama in 2006, a novel in 2007, a major motion picture also in 2007, and most recently, a 2018 television movie on NHK. If you get the chance to see any version of this story, give yourself the time to do so. And thanks for listening.